We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We ain't talking about the game. What are we talking about? We're talking about practice, man. Knocked away by Cheeks and a steal. Cheeks will use up the clock. Yes, sir. And that may do it. And Julius has his ring. Moses Malone did what Philadelphia wanted him to do. The champions of the NBA 1982-83. On the uh, updated John, you gotta get uh, the Super Bowl call or something. Uh, I, I, I hit cousin Ed. Well, let me get let me get my mic right and shit. I hit this nigga cousin Ed already, and I already told him that I need a season two mix. So we working on the season. We had a season two John Guy guy had a, a, the Super Bowl. A few of the Super Bowl calls. Of course, you got had a, a, the trick play. That John leaving me right now. Damn. Philly, Philly. Yeah, the Philly Philly. Philly Philly. You got had a Philly Philly joint for sure. My peoples, my peoples was good, man. Uptown Tone, we back in the building, 444. We've been rolling. First and foremost, I want to welcome uh, Press Coast. He's a, uh, he's like he like the, the 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 close relative in your house that's not a guest. He don't you don't get him no juice or nothing. So maybe that's why I didn't even give him the formal introduction. But my bad, Press. All love you already know. We back <laughs> for another one. You know I'm around. I'm always around, giving you the how I feel and what I see. Yeah. How I see the, the the Philly sports scene and you know just sports in general as we just navigate in twenty one. You already know, man. So I wanted to start out by just saying thank you for all the support, man. I've been getting a lot of DMs, a lot of feedback uh, on the video lately. I've been getting a lot of feedback uh, on everything for real, for real, man. And I just want to say that I appreciate y'all, man. I really, really, really appreciate y'all uh, and all the support. And we're gonna keep it rocking, keep it rolling. Um, we're gonna get into some quick basketball. So Sunday afternoon, we got a little live basketball that we watching right now to set the mood. Um, but yeah, let's get into this quick basketball. But we overdue to talk about the Eagles and this Carson situation. I know y'all probably been wondering what we've been thinking. I know y'all been wondering, damn, Uptown, you ain't been saying nothing. You just been dancing around it. Nah, today is the day. Today is the day. Um, so first of all, let's start off with the Sixers talk uh, weekly update. I don't know exactly what we went this week, but I know we had a little bit, a little bit more. I want to say of uh, a challenge. I don't even want to say a struggle. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a struggle, but I think we're being challenged a little bit more as far as health things. Uh, I know me and Pete was talking off air, and we were just saying that um, as as it stands right now, we can't afford to have any one of our top players not play. Whenever one of our top players don't play, uh, that being whenever JoJo sits down, whenever Ben sits down, whenever Toby sits down. We are a completely different team. We lose a lot, a lot of firepower. We lost a game last night in which uh, Embiid put up 42. Yeah, 42. But Toby did not play, and you miss his 20 points, uh, seven rebounds, and three assists a game. Um, So it just speaks to the point that I've been saying I'm going to keep nailing it into the coffin, beating the dead horse until we actually make it. But I do think we do need to make another move. Ben actually – Ben had 24. So it's like when you get 24 points from Ben, you can't – those is like you can't waste those opportunities in my mind. Like he had a three at the buzzer too. I mean, oh yeah, that was the twenty four, right, right. So he had twenty one. <laughs> he hit a three that fucked up the bets. That's one thing I know it did. It put uh that the, the three hit put him over uh two twenty. Mm. It made it two twenty one, and the the over was two twenty and a half. Got you. Got so you. that three was the was the better three that you know. You can't say that he knew about the number on the over-under on that one because that nigga don't make threes. So, so 
it's a lot of names that been thrown in the hat of this. Uh, who do we get? I mean, it's crazy because some of the people you thought you would have got, like in the beginning of the season, I'd be like, yeah, you can get Zach Levine before you can get Bradley Bill, and now I'm like, you can't get neither one of them niggas. Nope. Like I think you know Bradley Bill has said, I I don't want to be traded, so. I think Washington, if you trade him, I don't know what's the plan. So, I don't think they trade Bradley Bill. Um, and then, I think Zach Levine, he's an all-star now. So, it's like that moment where you could have got him high is gone and turned into you can't get him, I think. Yeah, the price of the pie is up. Like he's uh, He needs a he needs a whole franchise in return at this point. Right. I thought like, you could have got him high before. Like, I thought in the beginning, in the offseason, you could have got him. You could have got him for, you know, of value. I thought in the beginning of the season, after as it started, you could have got him high around the James Harden talks. You could have got him for a high, you know, a lot of moves, a lot of pieces, a lot of picks. And now I don't think you can get him unless you're willing to trade, you know, whoever. I, I guess for us, I mean, that's trading Ben or JoJo, and that don't make sense. At all. At all. Something that we're not doing. Um, I just don't think it makes sense to – I just don't think Ben is – like I said, I don't know – I don't know if there's another player not, you know, the perennial superstar that you can trade for as a better addition. That 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 I go, damn, this team is way better now. Right. Like I don't think it's like you know what I'm saying. Like outside of like I said, a Paul George or a you know James Harden. You know what I'm saying? It's not a person that you can trade Ben Simmons or JoJo for. In, in my opinion. So the question is, you know, what what can we do? Who are some of these other players we might can can get? I know, you know, OGEs, he threw out uh, Malik Monk saying we might as well get Malik Monk. I mean, I, I can see Malik Monk being a little bit more scoring uh, than Shake Milton right now. I think Shake, Shake hit like a wall. I know people saying he hurt, so – he definitely hit like a wall, and you can see it in his play. Like, yeah, you never know when a guy is playing at a high level, and then he sits for not really a considerable amount of time, but enough, a lengthy amount of time, and then he comes back and he's not himself. I mean, we knew what it was with Seth Curry because he came down with the COVID protocol. Yeah, Seth um, just all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like um, he just all fucked up right yeah, now. Like yeah. it's, it's. I mean, Seth going. Seth probably, in my opinion, when I look across the league, he probably got hit. COVID the hardest similar like how Cam had got hit with COVID when the sense it was like you started off rolling you caught COVID or you had to sit for COVID protocols either or both and you was never ever the same before that and right. like that's what happened with Cam Cam first four games he was rolling he was Definitely cooking rolling. and then he caught COVID sat down for them two weeks and he was never the same and then same thing with Seth like he was high percentage. He was hitting all his – he was rolling. He was giving us 20s. He was, yep. you know what I'm saying, on some like – when Seth Curry rolling, I think we were real tough to beat to, damn, we just want to get him out there. And then when he out there, it's like he not himself. He he getting tired fast. He ain't got that lift. He ain't got the air. So it's like – and then I'm sure that shit is, you know, you know how your body works like a machine. If something – Absolutely. Something – if one thing hurt, it can linger and – and make your body, you know, pick up for some other stuff. So he probably got some other lingering, you know, ligament injuries and shit like that. So it's, it's you know, Seth Curry not playing or not being himself hurts us. But in the same breath as like, if you can make a move, I don't, you basically talking about trading your young players because 
You know, I don't think nobody gonna want trade for the, the all star snub Tobias. No. I think at this point too, um, you definitely have to trade. You you definitely are because we got young players or one in the, in particular that I'm thinking about. That's intriguing. Um he's even maybe hit a bit of a wall uh, for whatever reason since the beginning of the season. But Tyrese Maxey, I think, is a a player mm-hmm. that whoever we would have, whoever whoever we would be in trade talks with he would be high on their radar. That's somebody that you look your chops at, Paul. That's somebody that you look at and you say, yeah. I, 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 I could see him two years down the line being a, a complete killer and giving everybody in this league a problem, man. So yeah. I think you absolutely have to barter your future for some for, for the present. If, if, because we're, we're, we're in right here, right now mode. Though. We are. We definitely in right here, right now mode. So to that point, I think the player who is the highest – that we the pro, the highest probability that we going to get, you know, I think it's a little left field. I I I don't think that when you think about what our team needs, when you just look at his game, I don't think his game is what our team needs, but I would argue his name is what our organization could is valuable. And that's Kyle Lowry. I so knew he was gonna- <laughs> I think I don't, I mean, I'm just being honest, like... No, we talked about it on the last episode, but go ahead and give your spill. Okay, oh, yeah, I did, I'm sorry. I no, just, it's I not th- so, no, but we need, but that's why I need, because we need your opinion on it, because these are all aficionados well, that I have on here. That's the one thing I have been getting kudos about, is like, the people who you bring on 444 know what they're talking about. So right. People, well, people want to hear your your take on it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I think, so I guess I said Kyle, because I think he's most likely highest probable right now. Mm-hmm. In terms of all players in the tier, like, if you're talking, if, if I had to be like, who the one player... I really, really think we could get, and I think it's Kyle. He said he wanted to be here. I think, like, I think he made like a comment or reference to being wanting to be in the Philly. So, yeah, I think if you are able to to bring in Kyle, it, it like I said, his game ain't what we need because I don't, you know, outside of the tenacious, his intangibles is what we need. So I guess that is his game. You know what I'm saying? Kyle's game has always been. And he would be, he would just, he would not just be, but he would be, um, he wouldn't have to be Kyle Lowry that he is for Toronto. He would, he would just need to be Kyle Lowry, the point guard, that the tenacious point guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, at that point, whoever you trade and you, you hoping that you keep in uh, Tobias and you obviously keep in JoJo and Ben. And I mean, that will put you in position. You, you, I don't think you can trade Seth because of uh, just picking him up. So with that being said, even if that means you trade Danny Green, if that means you trade Matisse, Maxi. I would, out of all of these people, I would, I would want to keep Matisse at right. this point. That's what I was going to say. Like, I, I do want to keep Maxi, and I do want to keep Shake. Obviously, I mean, I don't want to lose them. Rather, but those is two people that in a in a Kyle Lowry trade, Danny Green, Shake, and. Uh, Maxi would be the players that I would prefer, not Matisse, because I think his what he brings to the game is what you need come playoff time. Yeah, him and him and Ben get to be in the fucking problem in the in the, in the, in the crunch. Yeah, you, when you on, need on stops, yeah. you need him. When you need when you need eight possessions for JoJo to touch the ball, I think you might need a nigga like Matisse who don't need the ball on the court. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. you need a nigga who's not. He ain't looking for his. He only going to do what he's supposed to do. Like, I'm supposed to shoot this three because JoJo was doubled. And that speaks to my next point that I was about to make about Matisse. Um, when you don't need the ball, you start to be this person. Like, I was about to give him kudos for He's starting to hit a lot of timely shots. Yeah. When you don't need the ball in your hand, fucking around and dribbling, you kind of, if, if you do it right and you stay ready, 
you'll kind of get the shot, big shot Bob is one of these guys. Don't need the ball. I'm I'm, right. I'm, I'm here when you're ready. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and that's... It's, and it's, to have, my bad, but to have that same person also be locked down, it's like, that's like a plus. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah, you don't want to trade your second best defender. E- even though Mm-mm. bringing in Kyle, he would move your second best defender to your third best defender, I yeah. think. Um, that just even makes you crazier if you you got Kyle, Ben, and Matisse on the roster. I think those three on the court at times in the playoffs would be real difficult for teams to deal with. And then throw JoJo. If JoJo was on the court with them, like, that's a real difficult – you know, defensive team to to match up against, they're going to cause a lot of problems for people, specifically the team we want to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want, like, we got to keep a spade. We want to beat Brooklyn. Like, I think we can beat Milwaukee Just, right now. I think we can beat Boston right now. So, it's like calling the spade a spade. You want to be able to, you know, go into Brooklyn and not be on some, like, we got to squeak games out, but be like, yo, these Jones is, this is a heavyweight bout right here. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this Jones could go seven. Or it could go six if it's some close games that the right team knows how to win at the end. So it's like you bring in Kyle. I think that that super duper helps you. He 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 chip bread. You know what I'm saying? He he can go against Kyrie. Like he gonna make life difficult for Kyrie. Kyrie gonna dance, but it's it's gonna be some games where he, I'm a Kyrie fan, and it's gonna be some games where in the playoffs where you like, damn, he he made it tough on Kyrie today. Or it's going to be some times where James Harden get too early fouls because Kyle Lowry stepped in front of him and got an offensive jump. Or Kyle Lowry bowled his way to the paint and James Harden hacked him. Some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, thinking about those little things, those is the things that Kyle do. He agitate, he irritate, and he make winning plays. So, you bringing that into the fold, I think, is super-duper valuable to the entire thing, to what we're doing. And, I mean, Kyle, Seth Curry, Tobias, Ben, and JoJo as the starting five, I think that's a tough five to fuck with. I think that's a tough five to fuck with. You got JoJo and Ben. I mean, you got Ben and Kyle switching that point guard duties. Mm -hmm. Kyle's definitely showing you the ability to hit the three, Mm -hmm. especially if he off the ball. Yes, sir. So, um, like I said, he make winning plays. Absolutely. That's and he's the, a winner. He's a winner. Yeah, he's, he's always a been a winner. I've said that uh, when he won his championship, I said I've seen – this is a kid that I've seen, um, a man, a man that I've right. seen at this point. Uh, we old. We right. old. And, and the only reason I said that because I'm th- you know how, how far I'm thinking back. I've seen him as a sophomore take uh, Northeast yeah. to the championship. They didn't win it. I've seen him be a part of a Doherty team that was the top team in the public league camp- – in, uh, in the Philadelphia Catholic League. I've seen him – on a on a final four Villanova team, yep, uh, against the North Carolina, I think it is they lost in the final four, and mm-hmm. I seen him win and push and will his team uh, and be a huge huge part of his team winning an NBA championship. And um, like we call Spade Spade, the Warriors was they wasn't at full strength, but we ain't gonna sit act like Steph Curry Steph ain't have to deal with. That nigga Kyle Lowry, that one pest, game, pestering him all series. He, damn, pestering him. Kyle was putting up buckets in that series, he dog. Was. He was putting up buckets in that series. It wasn't just Kawhi. Kyle was putting up some drawing jobs. He was too. putting up. That was the rise of Van Vliet. It was. It was. It was Siakam. Yeah. It was. It was getting yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was getting crazy. But Preston, um, he he used he he took all my points. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I'm just messing with him. But he actually used uh, words that I were going to use. And what I was going to say was to speak to Matisse. And the last thing I was going to say about Matisse is, uh, or, and anybody in his position is, in this league today, um, whatever kind of defender you have, whether that be lockdown, 
whether that be agitating or whether that be versatile. Because I feel like those are the three kind of, you know what I mean? You got guys that just can completely lock people down. You know what I mean? You got mm -hmm. guys that got good athleticism, so they just around. They make stuff tough. And then you got guys that are versatile. They got guys like Ben who can guard multiple positions. Any of those kind of defenders who you kind of play at a high level, you might want to keep hold of them. Yeah. Because wing because wing stop league wide is at a damn premium. And if you 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 getting caught with like it's like three four of them on, you need on each team. Perimeter defenders for sure. For sure. So if you can hold on to them, and that's that's the main reason I want to hold on to Matisse. Before in the beginning of the season, I was saying Tyrese Maxey. I'm okay with parting ways with with Tyrese Maxey at this point. I mean, only okay with it because I I realized that you know as good as he can be, you know I'm not taking I'm. I, don't, I guess I might be walking back some earlier statements, but I thought that – no, I thought that he was going to be able to contribute more, and I was saying that in order for us to be as good as we want to be, he got to contribute. And, I, you know, for whatever reason, like you said earlier, he's hitting the wall or has hit a wall, and, you know, his his minutes and the rotation is different, but just a weird season with COVID. So, you know, it's, it's weird in terms of who Doc can play and the buttons he got to push. And then looking at, like uh, – there was games where I thought like Max, he should have he should have balled out like this 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 was a game for you to show you ready. This is one of them. Even if we lose, show you ready. And he had games where he didn't really show he was ready. So that's what I said to the potential. I still see the potential, but I say all of that to say this is a win now situation. The season is super win now. Our team is super win now. Like you looking at a season where it's you know it is what it is. It's COVID. You don't know who gonna miss what games when. Uh, the best team in the league is missing their second best player. Um, the next best team or the, the best record in the league, nobody probably really believes in them. And that's, uh, was it Utah? I think it's Utah. Nobody believes in Utah. I'm, be, uh, I'm keeping it being. They fake believing in them. I guess it's because they have the number one record, so they're getting talked about a lot more, um, especially since, uh, you know, Shaq and Donovan, Shaq did or say whatever he, the words he had for Donovan McNabb. I mean, Donovan McNabb. Donovan, Donovan McNabb. Mitchell. <laughs> Eagles on the brain already. I can't wait to get my shit off. But uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, his little uh, exchange with Donovan Mitchell. Um, not only that, but and another thing, man, because there's people on the, on the internet saying and they taking Shaq's side. Like, see, Shaq was right, and it's like I don't think I'm not that naive or disrespectful that I'm about to give this Utah credit or the development or, or the level, the clip that uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing at this year to Shaq uh, bantering him. He yeah. was he was. This is what he was. This is what he was going to hit anyway, whether anybody said anything or not. That's on Donovan Mitchell. That's on the Utah Jazz. Let's give them their flowers. Let's give them their credit at least at this point. Yeah, I agree with you that. You know what I'm saying? They like, definitely get to, Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and just furthermore, Shaq and them, are, they're from a different era, man. Sometimes you got to read the room, like my man Joe Budden say, man. Sometimes you got to read the room and understand that everybody don't respond to that. Like, we, like we were having a conversation last week about uh, Jamal Murray scoring 50 points with no free throws. And I was saying, damn, at what point was somebody – Going just, I mean, get mad and just hitting. They hit one free throw, like no right. free throws. Right. And my man Scoot was like, dog, this is the era. He like, we from a different era. So he like, these dudes shake hands after hitting threes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, when you, when you put it like that. So it, in the spirit of that, because I got caught out there last week saying that, it's a, it's a different era, man. It's definitely a different era. And um, I just want to give kudos to Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. I don't think Chuck has anything to do with that. Yeah, um, I agree. I, don't, I mean... Shit, we be saying all the time, you know, respectfully, them niggas don't even watch basketball, yo. Right, man, like, you can tell. I've seen many interviews. I've heard and seen many interviews with Shaq 
that was not on a Thursday, and that nigga didn't know what the fuck was going on in the NBA. I've seen many interviews with that nigga Shaq that was on other mediums, and that nigga was butchering names. So, so while we at it and we giving shout out, shout out to the TNT team for keeping Shaq and, and Kenny and, and Chuck prepped on Tuesdays and Thursdays, dog. Cause. Right. They clearly <laughs> keeping them niggas prepped on Tuesdays and Thursdays because, you know, them niggas is not watching the games. And that's cool. I mean, niggas got niggas is businessmen. So it's like, I ain't mad at you that you, your job that you work on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you... You don't go hard in the paint for it, like you know what I'm saying. But right. at the end of the day, you can tell that you know they, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell's response was what it was. He said, "I, I forget what he said." He basically was like, "Oh, you, oh, you don't know, like you, you don't watch, you don't watch this." Like he called him like a noob or some shit like right. that. Right, right, like, noob. He called noob. him a simp, or I don't know what he called him, but he called him a noob. <laughs> like yeah, like Shaq, you know, and this and it's cool, and he got a job to do. And that's what people got to understand. And I guess for the niggas who play basketball, it just sucks that it's Shaq because he can talk that shit. It's like, it's, it's almost like 50. Like 50 can be on the internet and he can be killing niggas. You know why? Because I did that shit, little niggas. <laughs> and I got more bread than y'all. So right. I, I'm having fun at my old age. And right. you want to shut me up? Be better. <laughs> so I feel I, I don't feel like that's not my style, but at the end of the day, like it is what it is, and you gotta think he he. If we talking specifically about Shaq, you talking about the the biggest bully in NBA history. So right. you think he's gonna not bully you when he's not playing basketball? Right. Still like, <laughs> I feel you. What? Shaq, leave that leave that man alone and, and watch a little bit more basketball. I would just say watch more basketball. You could fuck with all these things. But he did say uh-huh. recently, he was like, I'm going to change my approach because I think he said his mom called him or some shit right. like that. And basically said, leave these kids alone. So he and said. I, he, he trolled on that one too. He oh, said, yeah. my mom said, leave them alone. So I'm going to leave these punks alone. He said, I'm going right. to leave these softies alone or something. Like right. He did say, like I'm you gonna... said, Shaq is the biggest bully in league history on or, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, apparently uh, on the court and also in, in the broadcasting, uh, on, at the broadcasting desk. So Yeah. Shaq, leave these young bulls alone, man. I appreciate it. I don't fucking Shaq. I mean, I don't play, so right. it don't. Right. It don't make me nothing. I am entertained, and that's what it, that's what matters, man. You can see that's obviously what he's going for. So yeah, mission accomplished, I guess. Yeah. All right, man. So um, we got full All Star teams now. Uh, where are you staying as far as the All Star game? I don't think you've you've been asked that question yet. Uh, I'm so. I mean, I guess jokingly, I'm surprised, man. Brian said he ain't won it. And they still I had mean, it, so I was surprised. They've been, but Chris Paul said he did want it, so maybe them two didn't have a conversation. Because <laughs> Bron is the, yeah, you know I'm saying Bron. Bron is the elder statesman. Bron is the Paul elder statesman. But, but Chris Paul got the the, the last say so. So right. it's like Bron. If if Bron say it, then it's like all right, y'all. Bron said it. Then it's like on Chris Paul to be like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he said it, or Chris Paul to be like. Well, you know, LeBron well, you know, feels the way about how, LeBron feels how he feels, but but this is what we're, this <laughs> this is what we all think we're gonna do, and you and know that happened silently this year, and, and <laughs> I mean, and that's what happened. It happened multiple times. You right. seen Brian say, "Yo, we need to hoop," and Chris Paul said, "Yo," Brian said, "We got a hoop," <laughs> and they was hooping right. in the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Brian said, "Yo, I don't think we should play the All Star game." Chris Paul probably said, "Yo, we need that chicken." We got we, we 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 need that money. Right. We gotta do what we gotta do. We need that money. We'll right. make the young boys play. I don't know. 
So let's run through these uh, all-star teams in their entirety real fast for the listeners. Uh, start with the East, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bradley Bill, Joel Embiid, MVP Embiid, uh, the Black King, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum. The Black King. That should be his new nickname for sure. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vubacek, and Demontis Sabonis, who is a uh, a late uh, entry for the injured um, Kevin Durant. Who still is going to pick his team. Right. I got, he probably just going to be on some coach shit. And then for the Western Conference, we have the aforementioned elder statesman LeBron James, Stephen Curry. They got to get uh, Steph um, – his media pick. They got to change that, man. That Them braids is terrible. <laughs> what made him do them? Luka Donut. Oh, yeah. I don't want I don't Nikolai like Jokic, Steph Curry's family. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Paul George. Rudy Gobert. Damian Lillard. Donovan Mitchell. Chris Paul. Zion Williamson. And Devin Booker, who is a late shoe-in for the uh, injured Anthony Davis, who won't be playing. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, I know we talked about snubs. I know high on the snub list was Devin Booker. Um, of course, no. I know not on not on yours, but a lot of people a lot of people felt as though he should have been in there. But I know you uh, give your give your give your because you you did it on COVID, but you didn't do it. Give him give tell them why because I, I like your explanation. I mean, I guess I'll try to be uh, straight to it. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, in order for somebody to be a snub, just like in you know March Madness, that means you got to take somebody out. Right. When I look at the West All-Stars, I don't know who I should be taking out for uh, Devin Booker. Um, And I guess if you want to go right to the person on his team, I go to Chris Paul. I say before Chris Paul, the Suns was ass. I say... I'm saying like Facts nobody go, cares. Right. Ab- nobody cares about right. your eight and no record in the bubble. Right. When like, you, you, do you guys remember T.J. Warren? Right. 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 So right. Shout that, out to T.J. Warren. He was putting on. <laughs> is, I mean, I'm sure he's in the league, but is he in the league? Right. I feel you. Baby. Is he hurt? Like maybe he's hurt. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Maybe he's hurt. Funny. Like, maybe he's hurt. Like. If he hurt, then I'm not. Then it's disrespectful. It's like, dog, I'm hurt right now. Finish your comment. But anyway, so, you know what I'm saying? Devin Booker, y- y'all trade Kelly Oubre. You bring in Chris Paul. Now y'all the fourth team in the West. And it's like, I've seen this before. I've seen Chris Paul get traded to Oklahoma City. And they'd Facts. be like, oh, yeah, Chris Paul about to be bought out. He's chilling. Facts. And Oklahoma City was the fourth best team in the West. So it's like. At the end of the day, it's clear that he, as still at this stage in his career, superstar, uh, players association president, right, gets the nod over the scoring guard Devin Booker. That fucks with what? No, that, <laughs> that, Devin Booker. So yeah, you know I'm saying. So like, with that being said, is like. You know, I mean, yeah. he the only person. I mean, I was with my, one of my homies. He said, he said maybe Zion. I'm like, Zion box office. Even if it's only for Facts. the next two to three years, he's Facts. box office. Facts. And box office belongs in all-star games. Ain't especially, no way. especially when box office is giving you 20 and 10. As efficiently as they doing yep. it. So that's yep. that's what it is. So yep. it's like, I mean, with that being said, it's who who's left. Because Donovan Mitchell's starting, right? Yes. Is he? Uh, 
Or is he a reserve? Let me see. I just had it up. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, Donovan that. Mitchell is a reserve. Yeah, you're a reserve. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got Rudy Gobert in there. They're the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. So, I, I after that, I don't know who, who should be taking off. So, that's why, you know, in my opinion, Devin Booker was not a snub. And if you want to change the narrative, you got to do what Dame Lillard did. Dame Lillard got snubbed, and he said, you know what? Yeah. I will not be snubbed again. He's been out there with the snub nose ever since. He been <laughs> with, and he had the snub nose pistol. <laughs> Calling logo Lillard, right. he's been squeezing ever since. He's been squeezing ever, ever since that. he was snubbed. Oh, I'm pulled. not all star. Cool, bet, bet. We, we snub not. this. <laughs> we, snub this. Click, right. click, click, clack. And he came out. He, he put fifty on Steph in them head when they was at full strength. Man, and he been on the tear ever since. Ever since. Ever like, since, man. Oh, yes. Yeah, they saying that. I'm saying it's stats saying yeah. that Lillard is the. The most clutch person in NBA history type shit because yeah. of the amount of like he the volume of the clutch shots that he got is just at a higher rate than yeah. a lot of than, you know what I'm saying. And even and even with that being said, they're still trying to find a way to snub Dame Lillard because from what I understand, he should have been um, a, a starter if it wasn't due to some last second push for Luke, that Luca got or some something happened at the very end. And even Luca himself said, uh, "I'm not sure about that one. Maybe it should be Dame Lillard in this position, not me." You know what I'm saying so. I was I say that to, to look forward to. We have seen before uh, starters give their position position up voluntarily, not due to injury. They're still playing in the game, but if they feel like somebody else is more deserving, right. um, I've seen it with uh, the, I don't know if did Cole start his last All Star game or did somebody give that spot up to him? I know I know in Mike's they, somebody gave up uh, their last their last right. position for Mike. I don't uh, remember. I know uh, somebody gave up the starting position for uh, Dirk maybe. Uh, not Dirk. I know uh, back in the day Magic. When magic, oh, yeah. uh, when, when magic came, came back for his last when one, came back. Yeah. you know what I mean. So you know the players, the players do do that. So in the spirit, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying that that will happen, but I just say just be on the lookout for that. Um, I mean, I, I think the only reason why I would say it's harder this year is because this these years is because they're doing like the draft. Yeah. So it's like you right, gotta draft those right. first ten. How first. about that, P? How so Luca will have to do that before the draft. I right. Guess. Right. Are they still drafting? They still doing that, right? Yeah, because uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James were named captains. Right, so, so they picking. They yeah, got to yeah. be picking. So they picking. And yeah. then on the east, on the Eastern Conference, I think the only snub or the only person as Philadelphia fans that we would be pushing for is we definitely would want to see Toby in that game. But then this, is it Toby or Ben? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think you know, Ben, Ben All Star is Ben perennial All Star his way in because this. Because Ben is box office, and then he gave you the numbers. He box office, and no, I, I was gonna say it's the when he don't play factor. How bad we look when he don't play. I didn't even think about it from that. But, yeah, that's definitely been big news around the league. Just our numbers discrepancy with him on and off the floor. Is like when Ben like don't ridiculous. play, it's different than when Joe don't play. Like exactly. We, we losing probably when both don't play. But right. when Ben don't play, that, we be looking fucking. Super ugly. We be discombobulated <laughs> for 48 minutes. The whole 48. The whole 48 minutes be like, what is right. going on? Nobody can dribble driving. Nobody can dribble driving dish. Like. That shit be bad. Like, so, I mean, Ben deserve it. I mean, he all-star. Like, Ben, he, he, he Draymond. He, 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 you know what I'm saying? He Draymond this situation in the sense that he that all-star that's not scoring, but he do everything else at a, at a high, clear all-star level. Like, it's clear. And, I mean, Tobias, I guess our record would have had to have been better or he would have had to average a little bit more to get in. And then, I mean, the, the Nets big three hurt him. Cause all three of them got in. Um, I guess Julius is 
you know, Julius is playing better than him, and he kind of doing it on his own. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have no issues with the, with the All Star, you know, situation. I don't think that I think that the way the league is is, I wouldn't even say that it's you know spread out enough, but I think it's enough young talent in the league where, you know, you kind of, you know, Sabonis kind of snuck in there because everybody felt like he should have been in there because his numbers on some best player on his team type shit. Right. Right. Um, all right, real quick, because I don't want to spend too much time on this. I really want to get to uh, the, the task at hand, and that's uh, football. Carson Wentz, they uh, patiently waiting. They've been patiently waiting, anxiously waiting to hear what we got to say. Um, but um, Kyrie says that the NBA logo, excuse me, Kyrie the Black King says mm-hmm. that the NBA logo should be changed to the Black King Kobe Bryant because Black Kings built this league. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick, your your stance, J and A and Y, man. I agree that Kobe should be the logo just because, you know, you got to pay homage. You got to, you know, Jordan logo is already on every jersey. So, you know what I'm saying? You might as well uh, pay pay that. You know, I think that's just due respect for Kobe. I think, you know, had he not passed, that's probably something that we would have been talking about anyway. Um, and I think I, it's only right. I don't know when you do that change. I don't know if it's instant, but. I do agree with uh, my black brethren, uh, Kyrie, and I think <laughs> I just think it's funny that he's referring to himself in the third person as a black king. Right. Like I don't think you know. I do agree you a black king. I think it's funny that you saying as a black king like right. myself. Right. That is a funny statement to me. Not letting people forget. And that's all. That's just a funny statement to me. Like right. Dr. Umar, I, I I think he's intelligent, but that don't mean he don't say funny shit. Right. That's a fact. Yo, I I agree. I think it should be Kobe. Uh, I also agree with something that my brother said, and it's like uh, they're not changing the logo for nothing. And yeah, I mean they, that's something. At this juncture in the road, I, I'm pushing more for if we going if we talk on a level of that, I'm pushing more for them having the players taking the power into their own hands and having their own league. But you know, that's a whole that's a nuanced conversation for another day. But that's just my stance on it. True. But um, if anybody was to be the logo, I would definitely yeah, that's ridiculous. If anybody was to be the logo, I would definitely say it would be Kobe uh, for, for reasons uh, such, including the Mamba mentality, just the way that he carried the game, the way that he held the game yeah. in such high regard. Um, I think if you're going to do it for anybody and if the league follows any mantra or follows anybody's uh, in anybody's footsteps or just their way of life, I think that Kobe is that person. He gave a lot to the NBA. Um, he was here from 18 to 40. And just the story that we all saw from 18 to 40, it's like, a, it's like one of the first NBA careers that everybody saw from beginning to end, like from kid to old man. And I think that that, if that embodies everything that the NBA should be about. So I'm in agreement. Uh, the only other basketball news that I have is that um, word came down the wire that Russell Westbrook is moving in the steps of LeBron James and he will be opening a school in L.A., the Why Not Academy. And I just wanted to say big up, big up, big up to that. Yeah. Um, Russ gets a lot of flack for a lot of different stuff. For whatever reason, man. It's stupid but, flack. It's yeah, stupid. stupid flack. Uh, uh, so, uh, it be shit like uh, his, uh, he's not a look. Look at how he dresses. You know what I'm saying? Why is he? Why is he got to wear that? Like, uh, man, Russ. Russ is Russ, man. Russ gets yeah. Brody like, is Brody. Brody's Brody. Brody's Brody. I, 
I like I, I'm a uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Russ Russell Westbrook, just the person in general. Yeah, like, like I think he stand for shit. Like he really he a nigga he a stand up dude, yeah. and he he stand for shit. Like he stand for fans staying in their place and not overstepping their boundaries, and then he stand for letting you know when you out of bounds. And I feel, yeah. I, I, I like that. Like I, I I fuck with that. Like he don't go over bounds. He makes sure that you stay in bounds. And then I mean you know I'm on the fashion tip I'm. I'm a fan, and I'm to the point where I always say keeping it, you know, in the sports world and fashion. Like I'm the point, I'm a person that say Floyd cool for me. Like a lot of people don't like Floyd, but at the end of the day, it's like when you got as much money as these niggas got, you you actually do some of the shit. So like you know how I might we got ski pants because we might go skiing. That nigga has to own a lot of ski shit because he always goes skiing. Like <laughs> like him having uh, horseback riding boots is not. A problem because that nigga probably owns horses so it's like you know what i'm saying like what would you wear to a monte carlo night because he's been to 50 so when you had 50 when you had your 51st monte carlo night i'm sure you tired of wearing a plain black suit so you gonna fuck it up <laughs> like i'm just keeping it a being like so i don't get mad like we, he had a picture on he had on some forces and uh, he had on some forces and some some argyle socks, and he was on the boat. And niggas was like, "Man, if I'm on a boat, I'm wearing boat shoes." I'm like, "Yeah, cause you're not accustomed to getting on boats." Yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I don't I don't need boat shoes anymore. I know how to walk on the boat. I'm a pro at this, man. Yeah. So, but to, all I say, all I have to say, Russ fashion is cool, and I mean they turn it is the runway, and that's why he's doing it. And I'm sure he didn't pay or is getting paid. To wear some of that shit, if not all. That's facts. Oh, like, shit. probably either or. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, this lay, they gave me. This lay, they paying me. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Bucks and, and the Clippers in the all right little game right here on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Brody for the uh, just for, for, for just just moving and, and, and creating outlets. You know what I mean? For people who don't have, for people who um, are, are generally uh, – Forgotten about or second thoughts, if even that. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Brody for that. All right, man. You know what time it is. Let's get into it, man. Eagles. Carson Wentz traded to the Colts. Fly, Eagles, fly. For four Gatorades. On the road two protein to bars. Victory. And a lifetime supply of chewing fly, tobacco for the team. Fly. Nah. Um. <laughs> no, I'm, hey man, listen. So, I wish we had the soundboard. We could get the applauds right, up, man. Right. I am not applauding our general manager mm -hmm. Howie Roseman for doing a good job. Let's be clear. I am just applauding the saga of Carson Wentz moving forward because it was at a standstill. And I, I'm not gonna lie, like. Our only reason why I'm cool to see him out of here because he ain't want to be here. And I got to come to you with the the full Philly mentality as a motherfucker who grew up in this city. Right. And I, I bleed Philadelphia, not green, not eagle. I just bleed with yeah. Philly, this city, what we about, yep. what we stand for. That's we don't stand for that bitch-ass shit. <laughs> so, like, fact, you know what I'm saying? It's cool you feel some type of way you and your feelings, you got bitch. So... Real nigga going to be like, you know, this season was rough. You know, we got a new coach in. I'm looking forward to getting on the field with the new coach and new system and learning and adapting and adjusting. He ain't say that. Right. So you know what that tells me? He right. ain't want beer. So if you don't want beer, then you got to go. And, you know, Jeff Laurie, Howie Roseman, 
because y'all did such a bad job that's why it's costing you what it's costing you and now you know i can only hope that y'all looking at it and saying damn it cost us this much you know whoever did the bad job whatever you know however played out but now moving forward in order for us to be successful these are the areas that we have to without of a doubt hit in so that's specifically the draft for the next four to five years we need to secure players that contribute that that contribute at a high level early and often in these drafts because we don't have no money so that means when miles sanders is up for a contract we're either franchising this nigga or we gotta let him walk because we don't have no money and that's just what the reality is and obviously you know that's a position where you probably you know you can you can you can survive that but as we move on and i hope as we you know start to change what we drafted and we we look at this team like i don't want another wide receiver in the first round like y'all have already shown me the inability to do that so please secure other positions on this team with players who you know coming into the draft are good at whatever it is they do so if it's a if it's a if it's a surefire lockdown contributing corner in the first god damn Kawhi yeah, Leonard Kawhi that was crazy y'all guys are gonna see that one yeah so <laughs> if there's a surefire corner on the on the in the draft and you know he's a lockdown contributor coming in as a rookie could be a staple of your defense you go get him over the wide receiver who's also surefire just because. I've seen this story before, and that's not what we need. If there is an offensive lineman at the six, and, you know, I don't care. If if he played the same position as Jason Kelsey, draft that nigga. (laughs) Because Jason Kelsey's about to retire. If he plays the same position as Lane Johnson, you look at Lane Johnson's versatility and moving that nigga to another position. Because you need to fill holes that are glaring. I don't care who – you the quarterback is and please you know i'm i'm an advocate for uh jalen hurt so i'm just segueing this right along to the reasons why i'm happy that carson's gone obviously number one he ain't want to be here so nobody don't want to be here you get rid of you you move on from people that don't want to be in these in the space that they in that's just my overall thought on life you know what i'm saying so with that being said i look at jalen hurst this young boy to me i might have said before he looked like he I don't want to say he different from anything. I'm just saying when I look at him, I see the cool kid on the field. I see the nigga that when you come to, you know, you was growing up and you was playing little league, maybe it was your hood versus another hood, your mm-hmm. block versus another block. Yep. And when when Asa could come out, you was like, oh, yeah, we got a chance today. Because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, he might not be the best quarterback in the hood, but – it's just something about the way he move and the way he talk to the people right. in the huddle and the way he carry himself. And to me, Jalen Hurts carry himself like a young stunner. Like he from Houston. I see the swag dripping all off of him. Yeah. He a cute dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He letting you know that every time. I might not be the biggest fan of the frat, but I also know that being a Q come with a lot of confidence and it come with a lot of swagger. It come with a lot of just – he got that shit in him. And just coming from an on-field perspective, to me, he's shown the ability to overcome, uh, you know, adversity 
in terms of getting benched and going to another place. He showed the ability to to uh, make a lot of plays. And with that being said, it's like I would like to get the person who scored 50 touchdowns in the season. He know what that yeah. feel like. Yeah. He know what putting the ball in the end zone feel like, what it look like. He know, you know what I'm saying, even if it's, you know, giving it to the the playmakers in that spot so they get the yak. Like, little shit like that be mattering when you the QB. Like, and that's, to me, what I see when I see him. And then, you know, the intangibles in terms of being a quarterback, like getting rid of the football, not holding on to it. And, uh, uh, you know, just being as a, a runner but being an attack runner and not a defensive runner. Like, he don't run because he's scared. He run because it's like, oh, I set this up or yeah. – I'm, you know, this is I'm, the defense gave this to me, so I'm savvy, attacking that hole, savvy. not as the defense is on my ass and I was able to slip away. So to me, that's you know all of the reasons why I'm ready to say go forward with Jalen Hurst and build around him because when I look at the league across the board, I see the league is moving towards young black kings. That's the Young Black King. That's the name of this episode. Young Black Kings. Young Black Kings. Because the league is moving towards that. And when I see it, I'm like, I want a Young Black King at the helm. I want a, you know, a Patty Mahomes, a Lamar Jackson, a, 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 a Deshaun Watson. Yep. A, 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 um, what's my, I love Kyler Murray. Yep. Like, I want a Young Black King at the helm because – I've been thinking the league was going to go this way. Like, Cam Newton should have been, you know what I'm saying? I thought he was the uh, the real start of the league being on some, yo, it's about to be black niggas that do both, that throw that thing and can run that thing. Obviously, you always going to have a white quarterback that, that he can toss the pill. Like, you know what I'm saying, Justin Herbert. Like, Justin Herbert, he can just toss that pill around. Right. Like, it, it's – you know, and that's and that's just the game of sports. Just like you always gonna have a white boy that he knocked that shooter. He uh, can shoot. About to say that knocked that that just knocked that shot down. Like you, you got Tyler Hero. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, with that being said, I think the league is moving towards young black kings being at the helm. And you know, even if you want, to, I don't know if that's on the docket, but uh, just segue into how the not the young black but the established black kings is getting done dirty right now. Yeah, and I that's that's why like I would love the league to go to, towards the young black king way, man. But like I keep saying about like football, is just a different monster. Like the way that they got their hands on the reins over there, though. Like as long as the face of the league is not a young black king, I don't know how 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 much the young black king can be respected in the NFL because agree. Like the the players union, like who runs the players union? It's like Drew Brees or somebody. Like but, he's not going to sit down or or not. He they're not not playing. Like the, the main thing in the NFL is they won't not they won't they won't sit down. But the thing that's true. But the thing that just you know I'm it you see it in all of the sports is the sports is just moving towards you know being more majority black and what. Cause you know it is what it is. Oh, black. Sla the slavery was majority black, and niggas did not have no control or getting. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel so you that's what it looked I, like more towards. I, and I, I'm not saying in the verse because of course you gonna get paid. I understand people are gonna say no, that. no, no, no. But NFL, we're talking about slavery a lot. Yeah, we're talking about in, in the in in the, in terms of privileges, man. Like you know, like do you know what these. What these people are, are, are what these men are, are giving up in these contracts, it's not like a job contract like you or I sign. Right. They're giving up playing liberties. Yep. Like just the, the fact to be able to do certain things. 
Like, speak on this. Say that. Feel this way. Because they fucking play football and somebody paid them off, they can't, they can't be human. That's not cool to me. Right. So I'm sick of y'all motherfuckers who always say, oh, but you make millions. Of so the fuck what? And I'm complaining about a billionaire. So you mind your own broke-ass fucking business. Because when you at work making thousands of dollars, you complain about your fucking boss who's a millionaire, don't you? So why can't a millionaire complain about a billionaire? Facts. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what's going on here. It's billionaires taking liberties away from millionaires on account of business or fake business or whatever it is. It's way too much control. They don't have any say-so. They don't have any identity. It's bad enough they got to run around for 60 minutes with a fucking helmet on. A lot of them wear a visor and shit now. You know what I'm saying? So for that reason... Like I said, like, I don't know, like, yeah, naturally, na like, naturally, natural selection or whatever Darwin says, survival of the fittest says that we should be moving towards black kings at the helm. No fucking brainer. It should also say we move, we move to black OGs and black kings and high level uh, man, uh, ownership positions, management positions, yep. presidential positions in the, in the front office, and also head coaching positions. Offensive coordinator positions and all kind of coaching positions, but we don't see that either. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like, that's and that's what's so I guess so crazy about the NFL because you got an off season. You know, we talking about Carson. We got an off season where, uh, um, for whatever reason, Matt Stafford and uh, was it uh, golf was traded for each other. Yep. For whatever reason, white people not liking whatever they was going on, whether it be the coaches, whether it be the actual QBs. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, Matt Stafford was like, I'm done in Detroit or some shit like that. And right. they was able to get traded without a, without a whisper. You got uh, Carson Wentz basically, you know, do everything in his power to show he didn't want to be on the team that he was on and the team understood he wants to get traded. But then you got Deshaun Watson who said, hey, man, y'all been doing me dirty for the last some odd years. The last offseason, you traded away my number one uh, weapon. Um, you traded away the coach who drafted me. Uh, I don't want to be here anymore. And now he he can't buy a bucket. You got uh, uh, Russell, uh, Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson, who didn't even – they speculated it to the point where the man had to be like, you know what, I didn't say that. I really want to be here. But if y'all talking about trading me, here, I, here's where I want to go. Instead of just being able to be like, yeah, I'm cool, like – Y'all can move on from me. I took the most hits in the past some odd years. I'm, right. I still want to live out my career and play some more football healthily. Have so I not, Have I not fulfilled what the majority of quarterbacks who come through this league? And, and that's another thing that we got to talk about, too, is the way in which this league eats up and chews up quarterbacks of any fucking race of any kind. How many quarterbacks have come through this league? And, and then lastly, Cam Newton. My bad, Pete. Yeah, last Oh, yeah, I mean, then lastly, Cam Newton, like, just, you know what I'm saying? He, stand-up guy, I mean, he, he on his interview, he made a great point. He said, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I rank, but it ain't 32 better than me. And I agree with him. Like, I agree, Cam. Your play hasn't been where it should be, where, where whoop-de-whoop-de-woo, but the facts is it ain't 32 better than you, so he should definitely it's, – it's at least six teams where your quarterback situation – it's like, uh, this shit is, you. it's bad. You know it's bad. And an opportunity just for Cam to come in and win a job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Cam is saying, yo, I should be, I should be brought in to be somebody's starter. But I do think he's saying, like, yo, my play has clearly shown that I should get the opportunity to be on the roster because I know I can beat out somebody. 
And you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. And they're getting done dirty. And we about to see some old white quarterbacks get a chance to be on the team and, you know, fight for a position and whatever the case may be. I guess just because, you know, they white. And Cam is, you know, Cam. He's a big personality. And he's, you know, is a fashion mogul and all of these other things. So it's like, it's just nutty that, you know, but that's just, you know, the way of the world, and I want to keep it sports, so. Yeah, man. So, just to take it back to the Eagles, um, I had an article up here, and it was just saying everything that we know about the Eagles. Uh, it spoke a little bit to the picks. Uh, it was saying something like the, the Eagles will receive the 85th pick overall in this year's draft, uh, and the conditional second-round pick can become a first-round pick based on um, Wentz's playing time. Wentz needs to play at least 75% of the Colts' offensive snaps for the 2022 conditional pick to convey to a first-rounder, according to sources. The pick also could become a first-rounder if Wentz plays at least 70% of the snaps and coach reached the playoffs. So even what we got back in return wasn't – it's not even – it's conditional. Like, they got a real Carson Wentz in the flesh. And we got a <laughs> – Yes and no, man. I don't – and I'm, I mean, I'm not about to – All right, let me – all right, before we get into that, let me just let me just finish what else we know. Because everything, I was just everything, gonna talk about his play, but, but but everything you everything else you about to say probably is gonna tie in with just the other two caveats. Which one of them is that the Eagles are still looking for a quarterback, a quarterback, uh, con- not a controversy, but competition, controversy. I'm gonna say controversy. They're looking for a quarterback controversy. They're looking for a quarterback controversy. <laughs> I'm for gonna sure. call it a controversy. They're looking it for. They're not looking for competition. They're looking for controversy. Get an old fucking quarterback, bring him in here, and letting back up the second rounder. Y'all fucking wasted a pick on. And and this is the last thing I'm gonna say before I let you go on another uh uh uh, uh tangent, P, because you're killing it, and I know, you my football guy, so I need you know what I'm saying uh you to break this shit down for the people. Um, this is the, this is the part that I hate the most is that um the the the, the most in league history a dead cap thirty three point eight million dollars yeah that we gotta eat. Like, how do you just eat $33.8 million? Well, what, that was my point about... I know, uh, and that's why I said I wanted you to go hit... Well, that was my point about Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. When when them two butt, butt, butt buddies look is in the room by themselves fucking snaking the rest of the organization <laughs> and fucking fucking over the fans, they got to look themselves in the mirror and eat that bread. Right. So, like, you know what I'm saying? It is our tax money in the wire, a long, super-duper weird way, but it is also that nigga's money. So, at the end of the day... Jeffrey Laurie, you gonna have to eat that cap space, and I can only hope you hold and Howie Roseman accountable for all of the moves that's made in the coming future. So he the reason he in the cap space, he better figure out a way to make this team uh, a solid team. With that being said, like period, like at the end of the day, we know in the NFL you can go from worst to first. So it's the, there is no we can't and we have to rebuild. No, y'all got a scout. You need to listen to your scouts. You shut the fuck up and listen to the scouts and draft the players that they put the work in scouting and seeing and making sure that they fit to what the team is going for. And, I mean, to your point, that was a good point. I hope somebody says that on the radio one day, that the Eagles organization is looking for a quarterback controversy. We're yeah, not we looking for a competition. We, we don't need them to say it on the radio. We said it here, man. No, I'm just saying, I just think that that's a, uh, that's a, you know, it's one of those, you said it first deals. Yeah, 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 you know, you know, you know, you watch the game and you say something and then Jeff Van Gundy say it and you're like, ah. Uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, just one of those moments. Yeah, I feel you. So, but yeah, no, like, you know, uh, uh, 
they fucked us over or they fucked themselves over in the money department. So don't go drafting a quarterback to give you don't draft a quarterback to create controversy and don't bring in a free agent quarterback that's going to create controversy. Like Mar- Mariota doesn't create controversy to me. Mariota might be uh, a competition that I feel like Jalen can win because it's like, oh, that's a solid backup, similar playing style. You know what I'm saying? A veteran that been in the game that can do this, but deep down inside, you know, he got flaws and that's the reason why he's the backup. So, that's a, a situation that I would be a little bit more comfortable with over um, uh, drafting uh, one of these young QBs who, in fact, might not be better than Jalen. Like, right. like at the end of the day, I'm, I look at Jalen different than I look at other young QBs because, I, to me, I look at him like, uh, you know, respectfully, I look at him like a – a nigga that's not that's 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 not with the bullshit, but that's with the shits. Like, oh, okay, y'all think he better than me? Like, y'all think he better than me? Watch this. Like, I get that from him. It's somebody that's, you know, what I'm saying I'm on my skip because I know I skip really like uh, Jalen Hurts and said Skip even was like, yo, I could see a scenario where the Eagles could win a Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts at the quarterback. I'm not saying he's an MVP. I'm just saying he's a leader of men. I'm just saying his intangibles and what he do. And if one of those things that you do as a part of your DNA is don't make mistakes, that can go very, really far as a quarterback. So with that being said, I, I you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm heavy on the Jalen Hurts train. Um, like I've been saying, he, he to me is a leader of men. It looked like when he speak in the huddle, niggas listen. It looked like when he tell uh, uh, Travis Fogum to run that route, Travis Fogan going to run the route, put his hands up, and the ball going to be there. Right. And that, to me, goes a long way with people being able to trust you. I think he he's somebody, he gives me the vibes of, you know what I'm saying, he talking to the offensive linemen outside of the game, like in the practice facility, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yep. he give me somebody that's hollering at niggas on the defense on some, yeah, holler at me. Like, I'm like, holler at, talk to me. Like, it's, it's all love here, like. That's the vibe he giving me. Like, he give me that, oh, like, old niggas going to fuck with young boy. Like, yeah. that's the vibe he give me. Like, an older nigga going to be like, oh, young boy, that he bought it. So, that's why I'm saying, you know, you bring somebody else in and I got and I got it to be to Tone's point, it's going to be a controversy because, be. because Jalen Hurts is not, he ain't, you know what I'm saying, he ain't losing to, 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 to just – Joe Schmo and all of these niggas is Joe Schmo. I said it before, so disrespectful to make him go in, into another audition in his second year. Like, what more is he auditioning for? Now, I'm reading here in this article that I'm reading, it says that the Eagles might go the route of bringing in a veteran quarterback to kind of be a, the tutelage. You know what I'm saying? Um, depending on who it is, I don't mind that more than I, uh, I really mind. I really get annoyed when I hear that you want to use the first draft pick, the first round draft pick that we got on a quarterback. Yeah. I, that really annoys me. We should use not near one of these draft picks on a quarterback in 2021. It's so many. Like, if it was, like, if, if this thing was digitized, right? If you digitize the Eagles roster, it's so many fucking red lights just, just, just whamming off. So many holes. It's so many. Quarterback is really, even with this whole bullshit, quarterback might be yellow. 
Listen, man. You feel what I'm saying, P? I don't even know who plays in if the second level. If green is good, yellow is I, and 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 red is like addressed now. Quarterback ain't fucking red. I don't even know who plays the second level of our defense. Right. I can't tell you one name that's a linebacker. I don't know. I don't know. I, I literally don't know who our linebackers are. While we here, Eagles released Deshaun Jackson, R to release Alshon Jeffrey, and a bunch of other people too. I'm not I think that we're in that, respectfully. Uh, I'm not mad that we release an old old, I'm not, I'm pl- old position players. Just because we were talking about who 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 we, um you don't know who's here. I just had I just thought that that was a good time to slide in. We so, who, who's well, not here. Who's so not going to be here. I'm not mad at them releasing old position players I'm, because and I'm not mad at that at all. Because if you want me to be honest, if I'm trying to make Jalen Hurts, you know, successful, one of them things that I'm thinking will help him to be successful is a group of young guys. Yes. That either blood, a just that, new energy that or I'm saying a group of young guys that a are they got something to play for so it's like ah oh, that quarterback missed me but I still need my check so I'm still running my route as hard as fucking possible right. like not niggas who like damn young boy missed me so young boy <laughs> so I guess I'ma just uh, I'ma just hustle and bustle this John or damn young boy you audible out of the play that was for me I ain't even like I don't need those type of players playing around my young quarterback i need players who who's playing for a a check who playing for contracts who want to go you know hard and and then on the back end when they in the huddle with him they can be like damn he my age he got this shit on point like this nigga's a like you know what i'm saying that's the that's the shit that you be like damn your boy like you know what I'm saying? Like you that's like the young blood, man. You right. Know, yeah. Like I really that's what I'm saying. Jalen the young king. Like he and 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 I think that in football, more than other sports, that's a sport where if you look up to somebody for whoever, whether it's a linebacker or cornerback, specifically the quarterback, then you gonna your gameplay is different. You want some I don't wanna let this nigga down or I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to be the bid in the locker room. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to be the the, the bid on the on the tape. It right. ain't about to be me. Right, right. Like, the team rocking and rolling. It ain't mm-hmm. about to be me. Right. So, it's like, that's when, you know, you 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 kind of can change that culture, I guess. And, like I said, if if I'm me, I said Mariota because he's somebody, he he's somebody that, you know, is, is competition-ish. And a similar play style. So if there is an issue, you know what I'm saying? You got it's football. So if there's an issue, he can come in, can still run the same offense. And, you know, to that point, like you said, veteran, he can give him some tutelage. And in my opinion, not one of these old white dudes still just collected a check that when he come in, you cringing like, damn, this game over. I agree. I don't want a quarterback controversy. I think that Jalen Hurts has earned his spot. I think that we need to be building the team around him on both sides of the ball to push forward into the future. Um, you need to be building the team around I'm, the dynamic of Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders and that combination and how devastating that is offensively for a quarterback and a running back to be able to, you know, to do what those two can do as a combination and how it can open up the field for the playmakers. Facts. Um, With the Carson situation, like I said, the main thing that I'm pissed about, one, is because the situation and the way that y'all played it, y'all made it seem like you had to choose between Doug and Carson, and Doug is not here, and now we stuck with this new coach. Just Like, that's like that's Facts. still that's still on my mind. Like, it's still a lot of shit that Uptown Tone is pissed about. That's it's true. this coach. It's this Frank Sirianni, and there's nothing against you, Frank. Nothing, like, I, I just. You got shit to prove. 
Yeah, you got, but but we don't, but we don't need to be part of your sick game of proving shit, Frank. And that's all I'm here to say. Like you just a you just a looter in the riot here. You know what I'm saying like a lot of shit went down with a lot of like we we fucked around with a lot of it's, it's we didn't we didn't know how to handle the championship shit, dog. Like we right. we we we, re, we quickly realized that it's some that is some shit on the back end of a championship. We realized not only is it a target on the field. But on every level, the ownership, the fans, the motherfucking pundits, the, the talking heads that I always talk about. Now everybody's looking at you on every level of your team. Our management is getting talked about. Our scouts are getting talked about. Our motherfucking ownership is getting talked about. And we are putting out a piss poor performance on the field. Yep. We are the NFL fucking soap opera and it sucks, man. Like that's what sucks. It's because nine times out of ten when you hear the Philadelphia Eagles, it ain't got shit to do with football. And like my man P been saying all night, P and fucking Howie, y'all, I mean, not P, Jeff and Howie, y'all got an answer for that. Yeah, man. That's, that's some corny shit. Y'all billionaires who might can take this shit and you can take a $33.8 million. Y'all see it as money. We see it as assets. Y'all fucked over assets. Again. Right. Like, so, a, yet again, in the most egregious, I'm going to take a word out of Stephen A. Smith fucking book, in the most egregious of ways. Which means in the most idiotic, like, why did you... We can see if it was... Damn, I see what you was trying to do, and that's just the loss that we take. But it's like, uh, nigga, what, did you, what, are you, what are we doing? At the start of the offseason, one of the questions was, Howie, Doug, Carson, which out of these three, who, 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 who do you think is going to go? No way. Well, I guess it does make sense, but just no way would I have thought at the start of the season, Howie and Carson, I mean, uh, Carson and Doug is gone, and Howie is, is comfortably sitting here. That's crazy. Like, that's, that's crazy to me because he. That's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, though. Like, he did the worst job of them all. Yes. So, for me. Like, like before we even got to this point, P. He got us to this point. He got us to this point. He was the big brain that thought that Jalen Hurts was a hoist, good pick. Since we hoisted the trophy, that bull has lost his mind. Though. He was the big. I mean, we can go. We always yeah, go over the not, picks. Let's not, yeah, let's not beat the but pick. I'm just saying, he was the big brain that that specifically to this problem. He was the big brain that said, "Let's get Jalen right now." Like let's, he's the one to get after you already passed up on Justin Jefferson. He was the one that said, let's get Jalen now. Now we're going to get Jalen and Jalen. They can't fuck with our Jalen squared. Like you was the nigga that drafted back to back Jalen's. So with that being said, you got to live in this joint and put both of them niggas in position to be great. Get rid of Deshaun, get rid of Alshon, get rid of uh, Wentz. And now, let them two niggas be the niggas that you drafted for. You drafted Miles Sanders. Let him be that bull. Like, it's bad enough y'all tried to make our thing of white side that bull, and he just showed you he, he just can't. Just I just can't. can't, coach. I just can't. We got another offensive line bull. Can't stay healthy. The bull Diller. So, it's like, with that being said, he was like a first-round pick uh, two years ago. So, with that being said, you know, they, they made this bad. They got laying it, and I hope they fucking make it up. Like I hope y'all motherfuckers <laughs> make the bed up, and cause you got bed bugs right now. You got bed, you got a lot of shit, man. The old sheets, the sheets need to be the pillows is out of shape. We need y'all need a new a whole new situation, man. It's getting ugly in Philadelphia. But like I was saying, I don't want a quarterback controversy. I want them to to build around Jalen Hurts. It's a lot of it's a lot of pieces that we can get through the draft. We can try to make some moves in free agency and pick up some some wily vets 
that hopefully give you stellar minutes, that hopefully give you stellar plays, you know what I mean? Make stellar plays, and they can also uh, groom these young players that you are, you're obviously going to have to, I mean, we don't know where they're coming from or what caliber they're going to be, but we're no, we know it's going to be young players of some kind that we're going to be relying on. They should be all defense. They should, thank you, they Preston. They should be all took, defense. Thank you, you took the words right out of my mouth. They should be all defense. Or if you can get, like, a veteran offensive lineman. Yeah. I would take a veteran offensive lineman that maybe didn't have to, you know, be relied upon as a starter. Yeah. Um, just going over and um, over the topics and shit, just because I know you want to uh, – you went and got your shit off. Uh, just as far as me and the black quarterbacks in free agency, you already know how I hold it, how I carry it. That shit is crazy. Right. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, not even that, but like you were speaking to a lot of these uh, people, a lot of these, uh, not even a lot, Deshaun Jackson and, uh, not Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson particularly have given a lot to their franchises. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll start with Russell Wilson. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's always in MVP conversations until he starts getting sacked. Like and that's pretty much his gripe right now. Like Facts. Getting sacked is hurt. Like I, sh- I should be protected. Excuse me, a little bit more for a Super Bowl winning quarterback. You and know I'm what I'm not. Saying? And I mean, even DK at one point in the season was like, yeah, I mean, we kind of predictable. Right. And then uh, for Deshaun Watson, um, what more can you say? Like he, he, he was. He's trending to be one of the greats ever. And all you've done season after season is take and take and take away from him. You might as well let him go. And, and, and it doesn't make sense. If you let every other superstar go, let every other superstar walk and you traded him, why not trade him? Why, are, why, why the fuck are you holding him hostage? He's already told the new coach, whoever the new coach is, I have no interest in playing for the Houston Texans. Right, y'all about to make this man lose money because y'all don't want trading. Right. Y'all about to test his hand because I don't like him. I ain't got him showing up. And I hope he don't. I hope he don't either. Like, I, I hope he, I hope him and his uh, accountant have been talking about yeah. saving money. Because I know his guaranteed money was stupid. I remember the guaranteed yeah. money being stupid, So too. I hope they talking about saving money. And he looks like an intelligent young man. Right. So I hope he's, you know, been talking about being prepared to sit out I'm assuming it's a, a few games, a few checks. It ain't going to be too, too long because you too good. Right. Like, he's too good to have to sit out a whole season. Like, and if they make him sit out a whole season, uh, I don't think they're going to be running that organization for long. Like, whoever, the fans not going to, the fans is going to be at one point, all right, he don't want to be here. Now we suffering. Y'all got to trade him. Y'all being stubborn is like, I wouldn't, like I said, if if Carson didn't say anything and just didn't show up <laughs> to day one. I was like, all right, y'all get him out of here. Like if y'all had Carson just sitting at home under the roster because y'all didn't want to take the hit, I would be pissed. And I think the rest of the fans would be pissed too. Like right. even if Jalen was still our starter, we would be pissed. Like just get him out of here. Cause it's something that's just, it's bringing a bad aura to our team. It brings a bad vibe and a bad aura and it's bad karma when you do shit like that. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business. So, in the world of business, y'all ain't do right by him as a businessman. Yeah, man. Um, just in the NFL rumor mill, J.J. Watt is getting several offers. It's just another another thing. I mean, another free right. agent who he asked once. And he wanted to be out of there. He's and they released him immediately. They released him immediately. Um, I hope he go to Pittsburgh. That'd be dope. Yeah, there was rumors saying that Tom Brady could have been a Saints quarterback if Drew Brees had retired last year, but I think they just like putting stuff like that in there. Um, of course, Deshaun Watson. 
Uh, Allen Robinson hasn't heard from the Bears since the season ended. <laughs> and uh, of course, like, um, and I know I already know how you feel about this, but uh, um, Michael Pittman Jr. said that uh, <laughs> he he hit Carson Wentz and said, "What's up, big dog? Glad you on the team and all of that." But I'm number eleven, and I'm gonna see you uh, on the first I'm, day. I'm getting focused. I'm, getting, I'm, I'm zoned in. They know me as number eleven, and the number eleven is what get me zoned in. So uh, I'm gonna be number eleven, zoned in. Yo, yeah. I mean, that just go to show you the 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 lack of respect niggas right. be having for number one Carson. But you know, I'm just keeping it a bean, dog. Right. That's the lack of respect niggas got for white people, dog. Like on some dead serious shit. Like, niggas straight hit him and say, yo, fam, I'm not even, you ain't even got to hit me. You ain't even got to think about no gift. Yeah. <laughs> this joined me. The gift is, I got the gift. <laughs> <laughs> this joined me. I got the gift. This joined me. Don't even, don't even worry about it, player. Right. This, you might as well go back into your Rolodex of numbers and, 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 and find a new one because it ain't going to be number 11. And I mean that's it is what it is. I don't think Carson did anything for a nigga to feel like he should be giving up his jersey. And I guess that's just Philly talk. But then it's deeper into my black versus white talk. And Carson Wentz, you you know, it's the last day of Black History for y'all that don't know, man. We going out with a bang today, baby. Going, we young ahead, Black baby. King, man. The young Black King, Michael Pittman Jr. said, "I'm good. I'm good. I'm Michael Pittman 11. Jr. actually won me a Fanduel, uh, uh, Rob League, John. That nice. one time I won." Michael Pittman Jr. was that uh, low-value play that ended up coming through. He went from good to gold. I mean, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, man. Yeah. Um, Devontae Smith said, and uh, definitively at the Senior Bowl, that he prefers Mac Jones over Tua 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 Who's the, uh, Devontae is? The, um. Chicago? Miami? No. He's the, uh, the, the rookie that's about to be drafted. The one that, um, the Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma. Oh, he said he had like two over Mac Jones. No, he said he likes Mac Jones over two. Mm. Definitively, they tried to say. Mm. I mean, I can he see on, that. If he's on the board, we we should get him? No. You don't want him? No. Okay. I don't want a wide receiver. I mean, I, if. It's hard, P. It is hard because. He went dumb dumb. He went dumb dumb. And <laughs> like and and like I putting up the deuce like it was not like like like, was like, like, like he could be better than DK and Justin Jefferson type shit. So the like I said, man, unless y'all got a, a plan for filling these rest of these holes, unless you're telling me, yo, we got the veteran minimum on the most defensive players, and we don't need to think about the defensive players. We caught this veteran minimum on this on this offensive lineman that's gonna really help fortify things, then I, I, I'm 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 cautiously moving because I'm looking and I'm saying I got Jalen Rager, I'm saying I got a, a Hightower, uh, I I think Fulgham and uh, Jalen Hurts can develop some good uh, chemistry. So I'm saying like, you know what I'm saying we like Fulgham a lot. He can't never get the chance to be the number one if you keep bringing in motherfuckers. Like how am I ever, like I'm I'm showing y'all with limited opportunity I'm reliable. So, you know what I'm saying? I guess they say it's the reason that he was that low cuz he you know it's little things in his game that he can't do, can't get open shit like that. Niggas be saying quarterbacks can't like like the you know they're not getting open, but it'd be interesting to see this new offense. Um I like I said I would not want, you know, 
I personally would would be okay with not uh, drafting a wide receiver, even if he's there, unless you're telling me that top offensive lineman is already gone, that top corner is already gone. You know what I'm saying? If all of them niggas is already gone, who, you know, the niggas who would fill those holes, I say don't do it. But if them holes is is still sitting there and Mac Jones, if all of the quarterbacks went, and now, you know what I'm saying, you looking at the wide receiver, you looking at the offensive lineman, you may be looking at the cornerback, I say please go after the cornerback. I say please. I've been looking at our D-backs getting torched in flame. I even thought Darius Slay had a good season. And it didn't matter. Didn't matter. Like I don't even think he played bad. Wasn't good enough. Just wasn't good enough. But um, yeah, man, y'all already know we here for this Eagle saga. Uh, to, to uh, document it step by step, at least from our point of view. Love hate relationship. Love hate relationship. How did you feel about the, uh the of course and of course it had to be a fucking Philly young boy the Philly heckler with Cam. How did how did how did you feel with, about that? I mean, he's a, he's a clown young boy. I mean, he, he issued a little dumb apology after he felt like, you know, everybody was killing him. Um, right. I mean, it's, 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 listen, man, you done rode the subway in your life. You know how these Philly young boys is. If they see a chance to get the limelight, they're going to get it off. Like, it was, it was so Philly-esque. It was a moment where Cam wasn't looking at him, wasn't talking to him. Maybe he knew somebody had the camera was rolling and all he did was holler, bum ass nigga, some shit like that. And, you know, Cam is Cam. He ain't let that John go. Right. Hold up, who said that? Hold up, who said that? But then Bull owned it. It was me, you bum ass nigga. And then, and then, you know, he seen that he got Cam. He got, once he got Cam attention, and, you know, Cam hitting with the mad line, but the mad line is always the real line. But I'm rich. That's when he knew he got him. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the mad line for sure. When you when you got to bring up something that ain't even what we talking about, that's when I know I, as, as an arguer, agitator, that's when I know I got you. Oh, shit. This nigga Giannis just dunked from the three-point line, yo. For the win. Maybe. Maybe for the win. Like, he caught the ball at the three-point line and didn't take a dribble. I don't know how he did this shit and it wasn't a travel, but it wasn't a travel. But anyway, Cam. That was a real good ball movement, too. That was crazy, yo. Like I feel like he dunked from the, the fucking one foot inside the free throw line. They thought it was a travel, but it wasn't. He took two crazy steps. He definitely took two crazy steps. Deer, Deer John. He took two bucks. But anyway, uh I say I say young boys at a camp. I get being on the subway. And I always say you gotta stand what you do. So now young boys gotta stand the aftermath of, of, yeah. that, of that choice. Like in a in a moment where you got Cam that close and you could have got some gain, like you could have even changed it around when he came over there. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, Cam, I'm just him saying whatever. I was just trying to get you whatever. But he stood you, on it. Yeah, you could have got you went there. Like you could have you could be like. And I agree with everybody who said this because I've seen a lot of people say this. But Cam is a player, man, regardless of what he's going through, regardless of how you feel like he, another one, dress, act in the media, however, all of that cool shit. Cam is a football player who started where you started at and accomplished everything that you, if you had a camp at this level, I'm, I can't see you bullshitting with football. Nah, 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 oh, okay. it was Cam's camp. This wasn't an invitational from what I understand. Okay, all right, cool. This wasn't right, no then. top 100s. All right, then I changed my eyes. This changed. was, 
Me doing good shit for the hood. I got you. And that's probably, and that's thanks he get. This the thanks I get for doing good for the hood. I mean, I'm assuming he was from Philly because he said where you from, young boy said 215, 215. Yeah, but you could have, you could have got game or whatever, dog, but you chose to do that shit, man. So now you're going to live with the, whatever the repercussions is. You gave gave a fake apology, like P said. I'm saying, now you're already backtracking. I don't know who young boy is, and I'm going to just go on a crazy limb and say, young boy probably won't. Nobody knows young boy. He probably won't play professional football. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it is what it is. And it was just a blip in a year where we magnify everything. That was such mm, a bad shot. It was such a bad shot. Why did you shoot that? It was just time left. And like I said, that was the winning dunk, to be honest, man. It was time left. Uh, that's all I had football-wise, man. Is there anything you could think of? Anything you wanted to talk about football-wise? No, no. I mean, we... we, we uh. What is it, March? Or is it about to be March? We about to be approaching that part of the year where sports is irrelevant. Like, we kind of got blessed. You know, I wouldn't even call it blessed, but, you know, it was. I don't, well, I don't know. I'm talking about, when I, I wouldn't say blessed. We kind of, you know, COVID brought a weird late summer situation for us in 2020 where we had sports, like, leading up into football. And we still, like, we literally are still. Because of the, the 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 bubble, we're still living in the time of sports. Like you know what I'm saying. So. But when is basketball gonna be over? I think similar time like it's normally. Like I think they put themselves in position. You know what is it? Is March and it's All Star game. So basketball probably be over in June. Maybe later. Maybe closer to to July, late June. Maybe July. Maybe over. right. Maybe July. Maybe closer to late June when normally it's over early June. So then the basketball go to late June, July. We only really got a month. And a half. It's gonna be shorter, but I feel what you're saying. We are approaching that. We are approaching that dead that radio silence time, where it's nothing to talk about. No disrespect to baseball. We just, you know, what I'm saying like, I mean, no disrespect to baseball, but like I said, when fan, when baseball is America's favorite pastime, and we not passing the time right yeah, now, and baseball is my shit live, and we can't go live. That's so. what I'm saying. It's America's favorite pastime, and we don't need to pass the time, like. Like, this is a weird time where we're not really looking to past times. It seems like every minute counts right now. Right, right. We're not looking to just be chilling at the ball game. It's grind time. It's, it's, it's everybody's grinding. And, I mean, for what it's worth, the only reason why the baseball players are playing is because it's a business. Like, I feel the difference. Like, I feel like people was like, oh, we need NBA. We need basketball. We need this release. Nobody's saying we need baseball at all. I don't even feel like I feel like people would even argue they needed football. I know it's big money going around in baseball. I've seen a couple of headlines. I don't follow it enough to report on it because I don't want to disrespect it. But I've seen some big money being uh, signed. That's what I'm saying. But it's not even it's not even news news like it's like when it happens in any other sport. You feel what I'm saying? And it's so, all love. It's all love. Uh, the only other thing that I even wanted to say on this episode to get into is uh, just give y'all an update on uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods got in a car accident, um, had some in- significant injuries to his right leg. I believe he went under uh, the knife. He had surgery. He had both legs was fractured or something like that. Yeah, some shit like that. Um, they needed the jaws of life to free him from the uh, vehicle. He was a, in the car alone. Open fractures affecting both the upper and lower portions of the tibia and fibula bone. Uh, fibula bones were stabilized by, excuse me, inserting a rod into the tibia. Oh, yeah, I mean, damn. Respectfully, he probably won't be playing golf uh, anymore. He's just thankful to be alive. And I mean, actually, when I was looking it up, 
the, the old accident came up and reminded me like this not his first bout with car accidents. Yeah, I think they you think they, they said he might have. I don't know if they were saying under the influence, but I know they said he might have been asleep. But I know that was the first one is that he was under the influence. So you know, just you know, he should definitely be you know prayers for Tiger. You know, they pulls through for and thoughts and prayers for Tiger. I know they show love. Uh, on the golf course today, everybody wore uh, Tiger had Tiger Uni on. Like oh, they had the red. Everybody had the red shirt. Red shirt Sunday. Red shirt Sunday. So, shout out to the PGA for that. Tiger, uh, hope you get right, man. Uh, yeah. Thoughts and prayers out to you. Um, other than that, man, Presco, so I appreciate you being on with me as always, man. Chopping yeah. it up. We Keep definitely it going. Gonna, yeah, we definitely going to see about this uh, this Eagle situation, though, man. Just in closing, that's that's our main concern. I think um, around this time last year, we were we were spending two topsy-turvy on two balances because the Sixers and the Eagles were uncertain. But now that we've seen the Sixers and the Sixers have eased our pain on the hardwood pause, we need the gridiron to get this shit together, man. Because Sundays, it's, it's, it ain't the same. Sundays be long. Me and Pete talk about this all the time when Eagles losses, having to explain ourselves. I mean, you don't have to, but you feel like you do. I mean, or when you're just a fan and you're going and you're going over the fucking game, just replaying it in your mind like you was out there playing it, all the things that we could have done different. We don't want too many long Sundays. We understand we're coming into some rough times, some rebuilding, things of that nature. Cool. Let's not drag this shit out longer than it needs to be. Right. Let's get right, man. Let's make the right draft picks. The people who we put in position to do the job, let's let them do the job. If we got scouts that we say, hey, we trust you, then trust them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let go of the reins. Do your job. Make sure the Eagles is a, is a viable brand. Make sure that we're able to uh, operate at a high financial level. And get the fuck out the way, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's let people do their job. Frank Seriani, I'm sorry that I'm being so hard on you, man, but you just, you got, th- you got, you're a looter in the riot. You got thrown in a windstorm. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? High expectations coming from us uh, here in Philadelphia as diehard fans of, of Philadelphia. At least on the 444, like Pete said, we over here, we don't bleed Eagle Green. We don't bleed Sixer Blue. We bleed Philadelphia and all that it breathes and bleeds. You know what I'm saying? So get with that. It's going to be some rough days. You guys, you need to be doing your job too. Um, Facts. And I hope you got a nice offense. Shit. Yeah, man. Shit. Show me some cool shit on the field. Yeah, I hope you was over there uh, picking up a thing or two from Frank Wright, man. Yeah, show me some cool shit on the field. Yeah. Other than that, it's Uptown Tone. 444 Podcast. Holla at me on Uptown Tone Presents COVID Chronicles, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Preston is also my fucking uh, co-host on that, man. We've been killing on that shit. So check us out, man. We out here. Content creators, podcast pioneers. P, any last words? Uh, nothing, man. Just, you know, everybody stay safe, man. And uh, keep checking in with these Philly teams, man. The Sixers, is is they, they're going to have a good season. It's definitely going to be a heavyweight bout. That's the only way they're getting knocked out. You already know. Till the next time, we holla at y'all.